um, stories that I've heard in the past. This is a tendency that Google has, that they will make changes, and a lot of time breaking changes almost abruptly. I know same thing happened with Go at some point. I don't know exactly what it was that they changed, but it would essentially mean that you would need to relink everything in your projects in order to compile. But yeah, because if you leave like the implementation details to all these different vendors, since they have such different um, agendas, mm-hmm. they they will always try whatever benefits them. Which you know you can't fault them for that. Oh, but, no, no, no. Yeah, but at the same time, like the the rest of the internet is using the technology. Like most of us don't implement the backbones of the internet; we build on top of it, and so mm-hmm. it doesn't. It just wouldn't make sense for something so basic as the web. Not basic, meaning fundamental. I think essential, yeah, fundamental, yeah, essential. Essential yeah. to how we do things. To be left to each one, you know, everyone's discretion. Because um, really, like, you know, this is, this is, this is still our, our web. Um, yeah. You know, it's the I mean, World Wide Web. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you were to make an analogy for it, maybe not a very good analogy, but analogy nonetheless would be like um, like water distribution, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's part of the government's job to set up a proper infrastructure for distributing water to the people. Yeah. Same for electricity. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you have like this competition for different uh, companies or enterprises trying to, you know, think the better solution and <laughs> disrupt something so basic because it's like we need it all the time yeah. and we, we don't want to be having this problem with two park companies fighting over who should do what. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, again, like I said, maybe not a very good analogy, but one nonetheless, that's how I see yeah. certain internet services as being. Because again, in the end, that was the whole point of it, like access to information for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I still see a lot of, I still see a lot of value in in implementing solutions that are not necessarily generic, but standard um, for the rest of the population that, or, or you know, for the rest of the cons- uh, the consumer base. Um, so that that applies to the web. For example, even something that we use as programmers um, with Git, you know, Git is a standard, you know, there are other version control systems that are less commonly used, but Git has become, uh, whether we, whether it has the official status as official um, or has the status official, (laughs) I should say, or if it's just, you know, like a lingua franca for what, for version controlling, Um, but it is the, the default that a, a lot of us gravitate to. but And so it, it is a set of tools that is just there and it's built well and it's well maintained and it's well mm-hmm. documented. Um, all the good things yeah. that we need for for, uh, for basically, you know, letting that technology kind of survive through uh, the ages. But at the same time, it's open source. So, um, you know, open source to the extent that if you really want to want to tweak uh, tweak 
the implementation a little bit and change a couple of things, you can do it. But even if you're mm-hmm. not technically technically inclined and you can't do it, um, or even if you are, but you just don't want to do it, it's still something that you know it's not going to break tomorrow. Um, which for the, I think for in, the internet and HTML5 and Flash and all of those discussions, it wasn't, there wasn't really a guarantee that it wasn't going to break. Like there's just, you can't have that guarantee because you have Adobe um, controlling the future of HTML5. And if Adobe decided that it wasn't in their best interest to support a a non-commercial version of Flash, mm-hmm. um, then it wasn't in their best interest. And it, it's really yeah. hard to argue against that when they are the only ones, you know, putting that service yeah, technology out there. Yeah. 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 I see what you mean. And you know, you mentioned Git and it brought to to my I guess just to, to my mind, why is Git the source uh version control software? Because <laughs> you have subversion uh-huh. and probably other things that I don't know of. I, I'm only familiar with subversion and Git. And I'm just here wondering if people like Git because of what it stands for. You know what I mean? Like the actual word Git and how the name came to be and how that's one of Linus's, um, I'll call them masterpieces because the guy's a genius. Yeah, actually, I, I never, I never uh, cared to f- to look up the meaning of Git. Uh, I didn't actually know that it oh, stood Git for something. Idiot. Yeah, Git is idiot. Oh, it's like a British. It's a British. I'm not sure, but yeah, Git is basically idiot. Oh, oh, oh. Let me, let me. Yeah, Merriam-Webster dictionary that? says a foolish or worthless person oh man that's worse than what i saw i just saw an unpleasant uh, unpleasant or contemptible person and what's the origin what's the origin what's the origin uh 1930s oh this is so this is uh yeah first known uh use of git as a noun in 1929 um, mm. uh, with the meaning this, you know, that I just described, according to Merriam-Webster. But there's one example here that is kind of interesting. It says, that mm-hmm. git of a brother of yours has ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm guessing it's very British. Maybe, maybe uh, British, maybe not. Who knows? Mm-hmm. All I know uh, is... If people were aware that that's the meaning of the word and the fact that Linus called the software Git because he's, you know, being rude and funny at the same time, were like, I like this. It's a good branding. And they went for, they went for it. Then huh. maybe, yeah. Uh, dude, yeah, because... I, I, I never thought of... I never thought of, of the meaning. I just thought, look... I mean, I looked at the word and it's like, okay, it's another word. Uh, just like Unix. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know Unix... Um, it's you know, it's like one of those things like it's Unix, it's uh, Linux. You you mm-hmm. know there's a meaning 
behind it, but it's not something that you care to investigate unless you're told about it. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Same thing for me. Someone told me. I don't remember who. But yeah, I just found that interesting because branding is really a thing. Uh-huh. And it's it's weird. I know back in like early 2000s, I was not a part of this debate. I am not that old. <laughs> I'm not old enough to remember what people were talking about in the 2000s. All I know is there was this debate between VHS and uh, what's the other one? Let me see. Sorry, Betamax, Betamax, I think. Max, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah. that old either, but yeah. I, I... <laughs> yeah, you just kind of, you know, you just learn about these things, and it's like, oh yeah, VHS, VHS and Betamax, like they're like the tapes or tape standards or formats, I would say, uh-huh. or just ways to put video in tape, mm-hmm. and uh, I would say like a commercial household use. Mm-hmm. And apparently Betamax had better quality of image or, I don't know, something about how it played better and stored better and had better quality Uh as opposed to VHS, but VHS won for some reason. (laughs) It won the war for some reason. Isn't that amazing? Like you can, you can definitely look at one thing and say, okay, this is better in every single aspect that we care about, <laughs> yet this is not going to win the fight. <laughs> because, <laughs> because ultimately people are going to care about something else. Uh, yeah, just... <laughs> it's interesting. Like if you were to go to the Wikipedia page, talk about the outcome of the, the, the videotape wars, uh, it says that the main determining factor between Betamax and VHS was the cost of the recorders and recording time. So Betamax is superior recording format because it has a higher resolution, better sound, and more stable image. But let me see, they were also higher quality construction, but these differences were not important to the consumers. I see. So I'm guessing branding was also a thing. Because yeah. JVC was probably one of the bigger um, tape recorder companies thing, something like that. <laughs> Yeah, the the big yeah. big manufacturers. Mm-hmm. And JVC did VHS. Oh, actually, they designed it. Never mind. <laughs> 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 so it was theirs, and you already see the TVs and the the players, and I don't know. That was the main thing that I saw. I don't know of a Betamax player. Never heard of it. <laughs> uh, maybe Betamax made one. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I, I also so, don't. Mm. I also don't. I also don't remember much about Betamax. Yeah, but this is something that now, like, it's interesting to think about because a lot of times, like you said, it may not be like maybe the best thing ever, like the best thing that you could do. But if it doesn't sell, then what's the point? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. Trying to think of more examples like that. I can't really come with, come up with one right now, but like Betamax and VHS was the big one. Mm-hmm. And it, I'm thinking yeah. of Gideon's version, how, you know. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I'm pretty sure that at least with Git, there might have been some care about how it implemented and how it performed. Because mm -hmm. I don't think that developers or I guess tech inclined people would be too uh, susceptible to getting on the bandwagon and following a brand. And it's funny I say this, and I realize that there's JavaScript. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what what it want to talk about a bandwagon and then you know and and how <laughs> you know how we I mean because 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 I mean a lot of technology succeeds um, despite of its shortcomings because of the support they get from uh community or just you know straight out you know uh industries uh or not industries but like vendors um so say for example if when you know when apple releases a, a new macbook um and they install a lot of default you know software um, mm -hmm. besides say if they, if they're going to do install like, you know, actual applications, um, besides the, the applications that they manufacture or that they, uh, that they build, yeah. say, you know, they're going to install another browser besides Safari, whatever browser they decide will become the next bigger browser, the next, you know, the next big thing just because of, you know, People are not going to bother. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to yeah. bother uninstalling it, especially if it works. Uh, I mean, a lot of people yeah. use Safari, for example. I I, I like Safari, but uh, for work and stuff, I I mostly only use Firefox and uh, Chrome. Not in that order. Uh, I use you know Chrome most most exclusively for exclusively for work. Uh, work my job and Firefox for work that I do for myself. Um, yeah. I just, I personally like, if I could, I could, I would only use Firefox, but for the stuff that I do at work, sometimes Chrome just works better. Um, but for example, in my spare time, and if I'm just mm -hmm. browsing the web and I, I don't want to do any development work, I actually mm -hmm. find the Safari is a lot better on my battery and I can browse for longer and I don't have to worry about uh, a lot of the the other things that you know, like for example, Chrome opening a new you know system process for every tab that I have, like all that stuff that you know that just kills your battery and makes your computer yeah. feel very slug uh, sluggish. But mm -hmm. at the same time, I mean, I know that a lot of people use Firefox, and if they're not presented with those, uh, not Firefox, uh, Safari, and since they're not presented with the same dilemma. That, that we are presented with when we're developing uh, for the web or or something that we need to test in a browser. They're just browsing the web. They're just going to use Safari. The same way that a lot of folks are just going to use Internet Explorer when they get, uh, now I think, Edge for, <laughs> for, <laughs> for Microsoft. Because, you know, it is default and it's there. Like, what else um, are you going to do? <laughs> you know, I mean, we still have a lot of bugs that, people have to account for in like, you know, outdated versions of Internet Explorer because people have been using some computers for a long time and they don't care to update things that just come standard. Yeah, that is true. That makes sense. Yeah, because I've been in an environment where it's the standard is get Chrome. 
<laughs> so it's, it's it's like yeah, but I, I understand that if it comes with it, like path to least resistance. You want to get something done, you just use whatever is given to you, and if it works, it works. Yeah. And yeah, and I guess the whole association of things really does help in the sense of, like you said, for instance, like a, a MacBook that comes with Firefox. Then people just use Firefox mm -hmm. from there on. Yeah. And same thing for Unix. Unix comes with Firefox by default, and that's what people use if people are using Unix. Yeah. And uh Yeah. And I guess just this is going back to how yeah, there's a whole bandwagoning phenomena, but so supported by well, the support that it has. Mm -hmm. Although I, I will, I will have to say that I feel like with JavaScript uh, libraries or frameworks, <laughs> it may it may be a little bit out of hand. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because the thing is i don't have much experience with it i don't use javascript that much and i guess i've tried using it in the past but it was i never had enough time to sit down and either learn a framework and use it to some project and there's always the whole well which one do i use for instance like if we're to like just build front ends there's like 1500 options <laughs> You have React, then you have Angular. They have Vue, no, Vue.js. Yeah, Vue.js. Yeah, Vue I don't know. Who, who owns Vue? Well, uh, Evan, Evan, Evan Yu um, owns Vue. Okay. Because I know React is owned by Facebook and Angular is owned by, by Google. And uh, my opinion, Google frameworks are finicky. Mm-hmm to say the least. Like, their products are fine, but when it comes to develop, uh, development tools, ooh, <laughs> it can get frustrating. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> very yeah. frustrating. Yeah. I know, I, I, uh, maybe you agree, maybe you don't. Do you use Angular at all? I, I do not. I, I, I've only really, really, really used uh, Vue.js. Um, okay. I have tried, <laughs> I've tried using React and I failed horribly at getting it installed and, uh, actually running and, f and following a tutorial. And after a very stressful, uh, setup period, uh, you know, setup experience, uh, that no. didn't work. I was like, nah, I'm not going to do it. And I stopped for, for, for a long time until eventually I found view. I don't remember how I came across Vue, uh, Vue.js, but I remember really liking how simple it was to just get up and running with it. I mm. installed it, like I had a website that I just wanted to add some some interactivity to, and I just basically pulled the library from a CDN and started using Vue as if, as if you know. As if, as if nothing happened, just like yeah. that. Yeah. It's like, and, kind of like bootstrap, that's weird. Exactly. It felt very straightforward to me like i understood a, a lot of a lot of the concepts uh, of course you know not not right away uh 
went to the web yeah, and yeah. you know found found uh, phone answers on Stack Overflow and stuff like that. But also, it it seemed very clear about what he wanted to do and what he didn't want to do. So yeah, I've been so I haven't gone back to React. I know for I mean a lot of people swear by React and they you know that's what that that's their uh, bread yeah, and butter. That's, but, that's, that's the standard. That's the fastest use it. Yeah, everybody uses React apparently. But yeah, but for me, you know, if, if Netflix uses it, then everybody uses it. Yeah, I, I mean just, that's not that's not what they that what they mean, but that's how it sounds to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing too, like that, it's so it's so um, misleading when you know when people say, oh, you know, Facebook uses, of course, Facebook uses React, but like when they say uh, Netflix uses React or and Apple uses, you know, View, because. What I have found is that companies use yes they it, you know I don't I don't believe that all these companies are lying I actually do believe that they're they're being very very clear very honest because usually you know Apple you know maybe some team at Apple will actually publicly admit uh, maybe on Twitter or something hey, you know we actually use Vue and this is our contribution or maybe you go to GitHub and you see that a lot of contributors to the to the library are people that actually use the library and will say, oh, you know, this person works at Apple. So I understand that. But one thing that I've noticed as well is that these companies have different teams with diff- uh, different needs. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of times you have a, a team at Apple that is building, for example, the team at Apple that builds the uh, app, Apple Music experience for for non Mac users, those people that want to use the browser for for their uh, you know yeah, Apple Music mean, experience, yeah. they use Ember JS. They don't use Vue. They don't use React. They use Ember JS, which is uh, in a lot of circles a lot lesser n- known. Uh, I've actually did use Ember a lot, and I, it's, it's still of all three, of all four that we mentioned: Angular, React, Vue. Uh, Ember, Ember. I kind of like Ember better for like its design patterns, but just mm-hmm. out of like out of usability and being able to just drop a CDN link, like I find that view is more kind of like what I sometimes need. Yeah. But but at, like Ember was created uh, in part from within Apple, and Apple uses it. And Netflix, a lot of contributions to Ember also come from Netflix. Um, that they're like you. You can find you know, on on YouTube various videos from like you know different teams at, at at Netflix where they talk about how they use you know Ember for certain um, certain uh, enterprise applications yeah. that they have uh, mm-hmm. because you know we're not talking about the the, the Netflix that we consume. We're talking about the uh, the Netflix for say. NBC and you know Universal Studios like there is a different Netflix experience for them right because they they need to upload content they need to be paid yeah. and stuff like that yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> a, that's a different experience because it's, it's something else entirely yeah exactly yeah and they use Ember for that so it's it's so it so even when I see that these websites when they say you know yes it's used by Apple and stuff we have to understand the context maybe a team at Apple a team made of 10 people building this one customer experience is using view but this other team is using react and they're just as happy and app you know and if apple is not making the 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 framework even if it is they may not even have a have a preference i guess you know they may have some standards i actually don't know 
but you know, I, I believe they have some standards. But like, I, you know, I don't know if the standards uh, necessarily say you can only use libraries such and such. I don't. I don't know. So yeah. that's also misleading sometimes. I, yeah, I like to think that at least with bigger companies, there's more of this sense of you know being pragmatic, this pragmatism mm -hmm. with. We could be, you know, super fussy about which tool we use or which tool we think is our favorite because, you mm -hmm. know, something like, oh, I like this because, I don't know, reds my hair color. <laughs> and having this sort of dogmatism towards which tool to use and making, like, <sighs> making it too personal mm -hmm. where, in the end, it's all about getting the job done. Yeah. And if there's a tool that gets the job done quicker, then use it. Yeah. Now, well, well, not quicker. No, let me rephrase that because you can you can have something quick, but it doesn't you know <laughs> that it breaks. But a good solution, you know, mm -hmm. something that works consistently and in a very and that can be delivered in a relatively decent time frame. Then yeah, yeah go for it. Yeah. Be it. Be it React, be it Ember, be it Vue, but I'm not going to say Angular. <laughs> yeah. Because with Angular, <laughs> it's a thing with Angular. And this, I, I have a personal bone to pick with that. And it's not because of, it's more in regards to the support or the maintenance of it. Okay. Or specifically the maintenance of a lot of Facebook Oh, not Facebook, I'm sorry, uh, Google development tools. I see. So, yeah, like I do, I, I, I work in machine learning and I tend to use some libraries, right? And mm -hmm. uh, there's Facebook's PyTorch, which is my favorite because it's the most straightforward to me. It's the one that gets me, you know, up and running very quickly. And there's also TensorFlow, which works well, as well works well, but so... It's the story of how this one time uh, TensorFlow went from one point something, 1.5, I mean, I think, to 2.0. Okay. And Yeah. And as you can imagine, it's a major version change and it breaks everything <laughs> that was done <laughs> in the previous version. And people had to put in some amount of work to you know convert that and make it so that they can make it work and from my understanding like from stories that i've heard in the past this is a tendency that google has that they will make changes and a lot of time breaking changes almost abruptly i mean yeah they have some support for like the transition period but it's still kind of out of the blue it's not very stable. I, I know same thing happened with Go at some point. Go, the programming language, it was one time that they decided to, I don't know exactly what it was that they changed, but it would essentially mean that you would need to relink everything in your projects in order to compile huh. or link to something else. Like, I guess they were using dynamic libraries or they weren't using dynamic libraries or something like that. I don't know. I don't know the details, but I know that it was a change that broke everything. A lot of things. I might be 
exaggerating a little bit, but mm-hmm. yeah, just something that tends to happen. I see. This also ties back to what we were talking about. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at the very start, like when we we're talking talking about HTML and 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 Flash, mm-hmm. how it is it is important that a lot of the tools that we use are sort of maintained but also owned in a more collective manner. And there's a lot more input before things, for example, like there's the World Wide Web Consortium. Of, uh, mm-hmm. I, said, I think that's what it's yeah, called. You see? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they, you know, they have input. And, and also I think there's like the different vendors. So Fire, so Mozilla for Firefox, you have mm-hmm. Apple, you have Google and you have, you know, Microsoft. They also, uh, contribute to the standards and because they're different vendors, they have different needs. They can mm-hmm. sort of bring um, a lot of ideas to the table and Mozilla kind of acts, acts like the, you know, the Mozilla is really like representing us <laughs> like because, <laughs> because Google uh, and, like <laughs> the most neutral and the, like the regular Joe. Exactly. Because I mean, they, they will go sometimes they will, you know, they will, uh, because you know it's it, the Mozilla Foundation is is uh, what is the name? It's it's a nonprofit. Uh, that's the thing. So mm, so see. they yeah they you know they're in there f- for the web. Like they they care about the web. They care mm-hmm. about you know the usability of the web and and and, and things like that. Accessibility and how how free it is for people to use it. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't I don't claim that you know Google and, and Apple they don't care. I mean I do believe, I, I do still believe I, that I they do. Care. I care. Yeah. They, they don't really care. It, it supports their business, and it, it would hurt them to suggest anything that would otherwise be against the entire principle of the internet. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. If if you're making it hard for people to connect, how can you connect them to your product? You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that's very counterproductive. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So I see. I see that. But you know, you have these companies. They 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 come you know, they get together, they, they talk about, uh, what needs to be added, what could be improved. And sometimes, yes, you know, they may still have discrepancies. You mean, you mean, you may have some web APIs that only really, really work well in one browser versus another, or in, mm-hmm. you know, in yeah, say one browser, but sometimes that one browser in that platform, like maybe, you know, Safari for the web, for, for the desktop versus Safari for, you know, for iPad, um, or, you know, Firefox for desktop versus, you know, all that's all that jazz. But when you have something like Google owning basically the whole stack, I mean, it's their prerogative. I, I still believe that, but like if the web or if, if the industry becomes so reliant on those technologies, and and now Google decides. Listen, we are ultimately an advertisement uh, company. You know, we're mm-hmm. here to sell ads, and Go doesn't help us sell ads. Like if if tomorrow <laughs> Google decides that that's the vision, I mean, it it's a lot of upkeep for for all of us that want to use those libraries and those technologies to keep up mm-hmm. with that. Or if Google decides. That they're going to phase that technology, uh, phase it out, but they don't tell you right away. So they just incrementally keep changing the library. And you think, okay, maybe version five is going to be more stable. And they release version five only to tell you that this is the last one we're ever going to support. And it's going to break everything that you ever did. 
but I'm also <laughs> going to, but before, before I tell you that, I, I push you to upgrading to five, right? So I push you to upgrading to five. And then, mm-hmm. um, when I expect 5.1 to, to, to be released, I just say, listen, I'm dropping the mic. This is it. <laughs> so now, and you know, we, we do believe that because, you know, because of just how many projects we have that are free and open source, we sometimes don't, don't really understand that that that's a reality that could just happen tomorrow for any framework. Um, and f- yeah. Frameworks could become baby frameworks that have always been open source, but maybe they had never implemented the, uh, GPL licenses, licenses were like, you know, it's, it's open source forever and sort sort of stuff. Maybe they mm-hmm. have different licenses where they can say, listen, from now on, we're going to create a fork of this that is going to implement all the nice things. And it's only going to be for commercial users. And that's, mm-hmm. that's the prerogative of the, of the maintainers. Um, someone mm-hmm. can create a clone, but that clone may take a while to, to gain pop, you know, popularity and all the features there may not propagates to the rest of us so all these things that we so it's that's why i'd see it's it's still very important for us to have some sort of agreement as to what constitutes standard uh software for the for you know specifically in this case for the web i even go you know a lot of a lot of it's used you know for like you know web servers and stuff like that um mm-hmm. but i know it's not just that but you can't also tell the I also see that from the perspective of the creators creators of these libraries, you can't be told that you're creating something yeah. that you're losing ownership. Or, or, you know, yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's very difficult. Because at the same time, it's from the point of view of the creator, you're being held hostage. <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh man, I can't do anything. I can't just drop this because these people are using it. And it's like, oh man, all this responsibility and all this accountability that I gotta have. And it's it's tough, but I guess that's just the way that things are. That's the expectation with whenever you release a product that people use, that you're gonna be held hostage by its consumers. Yeah. That's and that's a sad reality. Yeah, it's a sad reality. And I gotta say, I gotta give props to people organizations who actually do that. I imagine if I were to make like, you know, some programming language, like say the Z programming language and put it out there. And it turns out that it's really, really, you know, useful. And it turns out I just made it for fun or because I just had one problem that I wanted to solve. But turns out that a lot of people have the same problem. They start using it more and more and they expect me to maintain it and keep up with it because that's the same the thing with all these technologies that they will always evolve because in this world of ours, nothing is stagnant. There's always something new, always something out there and always some better way of doing things. Like say hardware gets better and you need to keep up with that. You can't just stop. Yeah, You have to, you know, do something about it. And it's, it, it's, it is really, really, really just hard to do that. Yeah. Especially if we're talking about free and open source. Because for the most part, there's no incentive to do it other than contributing. Like, there's no monetary reward for that unless people donate. But again, that is not a guarantee. It's not something that you should count on for you to go and do something, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I got to say, I give props to, well, companies, maybe, maybe not. Because they, they make profit in some way or another. But organizations that have no means of 
having any influx of of cash for their work, man, gotta give it up to them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh man, there's a lot of trust that has to happen there. Yeah. Like like we talked before, like from the viewpoint of the customer, you're relying on um, the maintainers and the creators of these things, or these tools that we're using, and it 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 really is a bit of a of a uncertain situation where you're relying on this technology, and if it's just dropped and it's dropped, we can't do anything about that. Yeah. And from the viewpoint of the people making these technologies, like, hey, I mean, we need to have the freedom to do what we think is necessary to reach our goals. And sometimes these goals may be just serving the community, but sometimes I mean, you want to be better or something like that. And it's it's just that thing of, you know, the symbiosis of we rely on them and they rely on us and we need to trust each other. Otherwise, this isn't going to work. Yeah. It's like a marriage, right? <laughs> <laughs> True. Well, true, true, maybe. Because the thing is, with, with, with the framework, you can just drop and go away as a customer. You're like, ah, I don't like this and go. You can just walk away from your marriage. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can, but you shouldn't. Uh, yeah. You, you, yeah. Well, you, you can't from the perspective that you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. 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 You can't just do it. Uh, I'm not much of a gamer, but I, I thought of a, a game gamer's analogy it's not a pro move <laughs> to just walk away <laughs> yeah, it's not a pro move it's it's a it's a weak move don't don't do that don't be that guy yeah gotta yeah. gotta be that guy that like after a couple knockouts still wins the round because <laughs> you like i i wished i can withstand you know all the blows that i can get but uh, uh i'm stronger than this <laughs> yeah and just Man, so, no. just just so for clarification, you're not fighting your partner. You're fighting yeah. the situations that would otherwise cause you to leave your partner. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. Would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we can wrap this up by finding a good uh, conclusion. So, in conclusion, <laughs> I was low-key making a conclusion. The whole symbiosis thing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I hope it works. I mean, if not, it's whatever. I mean, it's, it is what it is. Yeah. Conclusion is, you know, don't use Angular. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs>